We are excited to be joined by the voice of the Bucks. He is David Kane. Dave, thank you so much for being with us. Glad to be with you guys and uh, start the year off with a bang here. Let's come out of the gates firing and see what we can do this evening. <laughs> I like the way you think. Celtics. I wanted to ask you about something that took place off the court, and that's the Lopez twins, uh, Brooke and Robin, helping students by providing over 5,000 books. This is really cool, and reading's always been something that's been important to the Lopez boys. I don't want to ask you so much about this specific event, but about the role of philanthropy and the role of community involvement. The Bucks have always been front and center on this sort of thing. Why is that an important part about of what the organization does? Man, I, I, it, and this started well before I got here, but th- I think that this group has just been so, I mean, that, that's central to being, whether you're a sports organization, whatever, if you're a big business in a city, and, and we call this, I say city loosely, this is the world's biggest small town in Milwaukee. It's just critical that you've got some ties and everything that's going on around you. And, and I think the way they've built not only the front office and everything that goes with the Bucks in terms of, you know, the, the uh, all, you know, Peter Fagan and everything he's doing, but the, the actual players that John Horst has assembled on this team, it, it's a construction of, really good guys, which has been a joy to cover. And, and I think the Lopez guys are definitely fall into that. And you know what? They're such unique guys, both those guys, uh, Brooke and Robin. I mean, I, I cannot tell you, I, I would be hard pressed to think that it's maybe ever happened in this league. Maybe I'm wrong, but Robin Lopez is regularly sitting, reading a book, a hard copy book on the bench, you know, at the end of practices, uh, before practice, you know, most people are looking at their phones. He's got a hard copy book he's he's always thumbing through. And it's like some heady stuff that he's reading. So I, I stuff that I, over my head. But, you know, and, and then, you know, Brooks the same way. But I, I just love that those guys want to pay it back into the community. So obviously it's fun to see. And it's, it's so much bigger than basketball because there's so many people in need. And we just need more people like that. It's just it's their Stanford education, Dave, right? That's it, what they do. They just yeah. read books at the end of the bench after practice. <laughs> Believe me, I've met plenty of Stanford people that do not read books on the bench, so they are a unique lot, those two. <laughs> yeah, just don't get their cats together. We know their oh, cats yeah. don't get along. That's a problem. Uh, that's right. That's right. The, 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 the infamous cat fight thing, right? You know, yeah, you right. Do that. Well, I, all right, so assess where things are at here, right? We're a little uh, beyond the quarter pole of the season, well beyond that, actually getting closer to the halfway point of the season. New coach, new system, new everything, good talent, no doubt about that. How do you assess things at this point of the season? You know, it's just like any season. There's just this arc. And we always, because we always, look, we have a story to tell. Fortunately, I describe the games, so I'm not having to go out on a limb and come up with narratives all the time like some of these, you know, all the talk shows that have to fill fill airtime, fill space in columns, whatever it is. But, uh, you know, I, I think that the reality is last year we saw the Bucks put together the most wins in any regular season. Now, with that in mind, it, it's worth noting, I, I don't think there's ever been a team that has been as much under the microscope as this Bucks team has. That will make, if there have been, there haven't been a lot. I mean, but, you know, that's the price you pay when you've got championship aspirations, as this team does and will continue to, certainly with this roster right now. But, the reality also is that they've won one more game to this point in the season than they did a year ago. Now, of course, last year they had their lull in December. This year they're kind of in a bit of a lull right now. We'll see how long it goes, but it's in January. But you're going to hit those periods. So, you know, that's how you, how you come through them. And then, of course, as we know, in these long seasons, it all comes down to the end, especially when you are a team that is trying to measure itself with rings and uh, champion Larry O'Brien trophies. It's about what you do in the postseason, and that's really the impetus for a lot of the changes that we saw with this group because they felt like they had a chance to 
to give themselves a better shot at that. And uh, we'll see if it, if it works out or not, but uh, time will tell. Dave Kane is with us on WTMJ. Dave, one of those changes was adding one of the best players in the league, Damian Lillard. So every year there's new faces that come onto the roster. There's some that end up leaving. When you add a superstar, an unselfish superstar like Damian Lillard, talk about what the process is like for everybody to get on the same page and get comfortable and kind of mesh. It just doesn't happen very often like this. So there's not a huge template to, to pull from for this thing, especially players of the ilk of Dame and Giannis, I mean, those are two singular presences. And, and I think that it is a challenge. I mean, I think for Damian Lillard, he, he has said so much. He's very transparent in terms of everything that goes into playing off the ball more than he's used to. He, he has been a ball-dominant player. And it's not because he's a selfish player. It's just because he was the best player on his team for 11 years by far. That's not the case now that he's got a once-in-a-generation player like Giannis as a running mate, so that they are still trying to figure that all out and figure out rhythm. And then here's the other part of it, too, and I won't get into the details, but I, you know, Dame's dealing like anybody else, somebody who's been in a place for 11 years. I went through this. I've been in a place for 13 years when I first moved to a new city, and you're not with your family to the degree you were previously, and all that kind of stuff that goes with it. I think there's some challenges that go with that, assimilating to a new place and, and, and all the shock that goes with that. So, there's just a lot on his plate, I think. And, you know, we've seen him. We started to see him really start to look comfortable in December. Um, he shot the ball about 43%, I think it was, from beyond the arc in that, that month. And then this month, he's come back down. And, and I think that is hard for this team at times to overcome. When he's shooting, I think he's around 16% these last four games to start January so from three-point range. So that that's tough sometimes. And then when he wasn't in the lineup, Milwaukee so far this season is not one when he hasn't played. He's missed three games and they've lost all three of them. I think that's tough too. So, you know, you bring someone like that in, unfortunately there are a lot of expectations and needs for this team for when he is playing. They, they, you, you need him to be respectable. And I think he has been for most of the season. And he's become a little bit more a playmaker with his passing. He's not looking to shoot it to the same degree he was, but um, he's a solid guy, though. And to me, I think that is at the heart of this thing. We were talking about it from a philanthropic perspective, but I think even on the court, that's so critical, particularly when you are going through harder times. Uh, Tony Bennett, who I worked with for many years at the University of Virginia, said it many times, i got to have players that I can lose with before I can win with them. And, and I think there's something to that, particularly that's where your character shows through when you've got guys that aren't in it for me. You know, everybody wants to win. And they're going to push. These are competitors out there. They're going to be frustrated. But I don't think you're going to see this group is not nearly as susceptible to splintering as some might be. All right, Dave. I don't know if this still exists, but the Bucks are in the middle of a four-game homestand hosting the Celtics tonight. There's going to be a snow event tomorrow into Saturday. There was a time where the Bucks front office preferred that the players did not drive through the snowstorm to get to practice or to a game. Does that still exist does the front office still say, we'll come pick you up, we'd prefer you not drive? Do you know of this? You got me, because the reality is, since I've been here, it has not snowed that much. In the last two and a half years, <laughs> I keep saying, man, I keep hearing about all the snow up here. It hadn't snowed that much. So I, I don't know if that's still in place. I'll tell you this much, I have not gotten the limo offer myself, so I think i got to fight and claw my way through. But um, I don't think that was the question. I don't think the question was pertaining to broadcasters. I think it was players, but... uh yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask around on that one. If, if in fact, we do get snow, because last time, you know, we were saying, oh, we're going to get all the snow, and I look out the window, and I was like, it just rained. 
We'll get the limo service out. In fact, I'll come pick you up. We'll drive you right to Mercure's house. You can handle his driveway. Yeah. I feel like you're you're yearning for this. Oh, we'll give you we'll That's give you an opportunity. What a, what a deal! I got to work it off. It's like <laughs> yes. and I can go uh, maybe have a bite in, in his house, and I'll do the dishes after. What's mine is yours. All right. <laughs> Dave Kane <laughs> with a cost is the voice of the Milwaukee Bucks. Always fun to have you, Dave. Thank you so much. All right, fellas, take care of yourselves. Talk to you soon.